possible. Jolly holiday. Happy holidays from the Whiskey Underground. Merry Christmas, everyone. We're back here in the Speakeasy. It is December 15, 2019, and we are drinking uh, our whiskey advent calendar, our single cask whiskey advent calendar. Brant. What's happening, my man? It is, uh, it is got to be a better day than yesterday. That was horrible. I'm still trying to forget that. Uh, yeah. I, th- I think my palate is uh, readjusted. I hope so, because mine, mine needs to be. I need a chiropractor to come in for that one. Yeah, figure yes. that one out. Um, so tonight we have uh, we have day number fifteen. So let's uh, crack this uh, crack the barrel open because the, all these little tabs have a little barrel on it. So oh yeah, <laughs> break the barrel open. Let's see what we get here. Crack open the barrel. Pull out the bottle. Oh, now this I'm excited. Okay, for. yeah. So we did we did a little bit of this. Uh, back on a short Ooh. pour, uh, Brook Lodic, 16-year-old, 2002, single cask, and another yeah. high proof. This is a 62... 62.6. Yeah, 62.6%. Okay. I'm, there's there's high hope for this from, from yesterday, so... 62.6%. That, th- this, is, this has got to be better than yesterday. Um, so a little bit about Brook Lodic, Isla. It is uh, classic Isla malt. Uh, it is uh, distillery on the Rins, uh, the Rins of the Isle. So, uh, the Rins is kind of the the north, uh, the northern side, the northwest side of the island, kind of near the Inner Hebrides. Yes, that's an actual word. Inner Hebrides. Inner Hebrides of the island. Uh, so, kind of on the northwest coast. It is uh, built in 1881. So, this has been around for quite some time now. It has uh, two wash stills, two spirits, two spirit stills, and one Loman still. So it's an adjustable still, which they can uh, change from a wash to a spirit still. So kind of cool. Very, very advanced for 1881. Yeah, I mean, this is... Uh, I've had a few things from this distillery. Uh, I'm actually work for a company that distributes it so it's kind of fascinating a couple of their products are pretty unique i mean this is the place that makes octomore right mm-hmm. the uh, the highly yep. the most heaviest peated um scotch known uh known out there and they've got some pretty other some pretty cool unique products scott actually one um side side tangent that just got released that i uh, procured a bottle for the speakeasy um a 2010 breber Bree, 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 release that is the oldest malt strain in Scotland. Yeah, I'm made looking forward to that one. Strain, made with the oldest strain of malt. So uh, there's a bottle coming to Speakeasy soon, and that will be on a uh, on a short pour. There were literally um, five of those, I think, in my area, and I was able to uh, secure one just for shits and giggles. And it's not something that I, <laughs> I would ever probably have, and have, but I figured for the Speakeasy, hey, why not? But... This is a 16-year-old version that was actually bottled uh, by Master of Malt, which is not something that they commonly do, but it was ba- bottled from Masters of Malt, uh, distilled in Isla back in July of 2002, uh, 
filled into refill Sherry Hogshead where it slumbered until January 2019, so um, right under, I guess, 17 years old. So 16 is on the label. And the bottom of that cast strength and non-chill filtered and no color added. Yeah, that's, this one has a nice, uh, nice golden honey color to it. It does. It does. That. I love the color on this one. So uh, let me grab a glass. I did dishes yesterday. Why does Jeeves do our dishes? I think my wife did mine, but Jeeves never does our dishes for us. I don't know why. Cause I don't remember. I don't remember washing my uh, my tulip glasses. Oh boy. Oh man. Oh man. Let's see. That is a nose. Ooh. Ooh. So see, and this is, I, I am, I am slowly. I'm bring, falling you're, in love. You're coming back with, to Isla. But but, light. It's all about. It's all about. Uh, it's all about Isla in modesty. There you go. So one of, one of the things that I've learned from. Um, Watching the guys in the whiskey vault is pour a little tiny bit of the whiskey into your hands and like rub it together to heat it up. Oh god, that smells really good. The barley on this one is going to be amazing, I can tell. Mm. Oh my god, this is like baked uh, cake, like sponge cake with. Uh, like, like dried fruits. Don't rub this. Don't pour it on your hands and rub it if you're like at the bar. Because if you get pulled over, that's oh, yeah, just no. a great way to get it. Why do you smell like malted you barley? A, you need a, you need to call Scott. Yeah. Talk, <laughs> yeah, you do. Talk you out of it, <laughs> man. The, the 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 heavy barley notes on this one is really toasted. It's like straight up toasted barley. God, that's a great nose. It is, and that's, but and I love it because Scott, it's so peat in moderation that it doesn't no, have that no, not dry eraser like just iodine, iodine and medicinal and like, and bandaid. Yeah, no, it doesn't smell like a, a wet band aid. It smells like a no. nice wood smoked toasted yeah. barley. It's amazing that Brooklotta yeah. can do this. And do the Port Charlotte, which is pretty heavily peated. And yeah. do the the Laddie, which is not peated at all. And then go over right. to the Octomore, which is the most heavily it's peated whiskey in the world. Yeah. And yeah. make everything really good. One, yeah. And all come out yeah. of the same distillery. Toasted barley on the nose. You know. More of that. Not, it's not a sticky toffee pudding because there's not the... Uh, molasses and brown sugar notes more of like a light fruity pudding mm-hmm. light there's an apple pear light just Is it, that's it apple red apple like red delicious mm. apple even though I don't like red delicious apples because they like crumble in your mouth I, see the light the me the most prominent thing is lightly smoked smoked wood yes like not even campfire where like this is this is a 
this is almost just like a woodwick candle burning. Yeah. Like it's like a, a like a I don't know, very, very, very light. It, it's it's like slightly campfired, but not you're not smelling like the soot and the ash that normally comes with a peated malt. I could nose this all day long. Well I do I do like I said on nose definitely the the lightly smoked wood. On the nose, you do you you get some of that sherry that sherry hot uh, sherry finished whiskey that you were talking about, some of the dried fruit, but it's not overly sherry. It's not like a Speyside sherry. This is a hundred and twenty five point two. Yeah, it's pretty hot, but again, not as hot as you would expect from a sixty two point five. What is it? Yeah, sixty two point six. So, Man, there's definitely a little earthy spice. That toasted that toasted wood pulls through. And there's yeah. got kind of a back end of that. The the um, the oak really does come out in the palate. You get a little bit of that oak uh, drying wood note that kind of lifts off to again more of that more of that barley note. That toasted barley is perfect. And it it lifts off to like a vanilla flavor at the end. The finish is, is nicely vanilla with more of that toasted barley and more of that oak uh, oak finish. Yeah, I mean I can't disagree. I mean oak oak all over, toasted barley. Now, does Master Malt have a price point on this one? So, because um, this is really no, good, I, I, I would love a bottle of this. It's out of stock, and I don't know where you find a find a price on Master Malt because it doesn't have it on like the regular descriptions page because they can't send it to the oh, that's US, right. So. I wonder what so they charge wait, for this. On. What if I change my shipping destination to, let's say, the United Kingdom? Yeah, to the UK. If I did that, then, oh, fuck. What? Sockler Blur. It's 217.95 pounds. <laughs> oh, boy. That's like nearly $300. Mm-hmm. But I can get it tomorrow if I order <laughs> within the next you 18 can. hours. <laughs> wow. This, you know what? Honestly, uh, that higher price tag, it it definitely warrants it. This is this is excellent. This is nicely um, nicely toasted. Again, yeah. you honestly, you give this to most people, they wouldn't know it's Isla. Because everyone thinks Isla is Ardbeg and Lafroig. This, this is this is kind of like that Calila Eight, yeah. which was like I said, was a very um, tasty Isla. This is a very good intro to Isla, but because it's sixteen year, it's double the age. It brings in some classic whiskey notes of the the toasted barley and oak and vanilla and nut almonds and 
all those other things that you get from an aged whiskey. And I think this is kind of this is kind of pretty at it. I mean, kind of pretty showing of the turning point because we've tasted throughout this kind of experience eight years, mm-hmm. and this is this is is this one of the older? Is this the oldest we've tasted throughout through this? Um, we had a fourteen, we had a ten. Um, so we so. had. So we had a whistle pig 10 and 14, 12, 8. Oh, no, no, we had that canvas was a 24. Oh, that's right. Um, yeah, canvas was so a second 24. Oldest, but, but it just kind of shows you when you turn that corner on 15 years in, in Scotland um, that you start getting that, that. Yeah. I mean, it's really, honestly, honestly 12 years is a sweet spot for Scotland. I mean, honestly. It's that's an obvious sweet spot because that's the that's the, the what the market has set as the top seller, right? If if twelve absolutely sucked, but fifteen was the sweet spot, I think fifteen would be the the spot that everybody I, would be trying to get. I think you know. I think you're right. I mean, when I look back to some of, to most of the scotch that I had, uh, Macallan twelve is great, and I think that's a, a, a fine sticking point for Macallan. But with like Glenn uh, Glenn Dronach, I, I think their 15 is probably their best iteration of all of their bottlings. I mean, look, the 21 is amazing, but the 21 is expensive. Uh, the 15 is affordable, but also really good. I think 16, I mean, you look at some of the some of the 16-year-old whiskeys right around there, 14, 15, 16. Um, that Balvenie 14 Caribbean cast was really, really good. Uh, Glenfiddich 14, the the double barreled bourbon oak one, the American oak one we had was really good. Uh, Lagavulin 16, we we highly rated in the, I think we both rated in the high 80s on that one. This one, uh, uh, honestly, of all the Islas I've had, this is uh, obviously the most recent, but it is really excellent. So, um, my notes on this one, wrapping this wrapping this thing up. Uh, you know what? While I do that, I'm going to add some water to see what it does. Just just going to have my notes on it, un, unwatered, which I think is the way to go. Yeah, 100%. This is, doesn't need it. No, doesn't need water, but we'll see what happens. On my notes, uh, toasted barley on the nose, light smoke, Red apples and like a, a a lightly steamed pudding, and by pudding I mean like a British dessert, not um, like Jello pudding. On the palate, more of that toasted barley. That toasted barley, that, honestly, yeah. the toasted barley on this one is so perfect. It is a a beautiful, beautiful flavor. Uh, brown sugar, vanilla, lots of lots of nice oaky notes on that palate. Finishes rich vanilla with uh, barley and some like sugary sweetness, some like brown sugar sweetness on the end. Uh, I'm gonna give this one a 90. It is really, really good. So, I'm I'm right in between the Calila and and that. So, 89, a little bit better than the Calila, just because it has that extra kind of. I think we gave the Calila like an 88, right? 80, 88. Yeah. So yeah, and the reason is because I said this has just a little bit more of um, depth with the with the age. You know what? I feel like I'm being unfair, so I'm gonna bump this up, and I, I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with you and say this. This is a 90, a two-point spread, just for the age and the extra uh, oakiness and depth to this versus the younger uh, Calila. But I think they both have. I wish I knew what the what the 
was it PPM was the on, parts per million on it? On this, yeah, on this. Yeah, I don't know because I feel like they're both similar. I feel like the, hey. neither one of these was like massively peated. Do me a favor, take your little take your little bottle there, put some water in there, Just put a little bit of water in there. You're welcome. You're welcome. Mm. It gets oily and oaky and ridiculously good. That's a damn good whiskey. Man, that is. The brown sugar definitely... Definitely pulls out of there and some vanilla. But man, I'm just I'm surprised even at 16 year. I mean, having some scotches that have been older than this, the 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 oak depth to this is pretty is pretty fantastic. Jim McEwen, the master distiller at uh, Beaumore for a long time. He worked at Beaumore since he was 15. He has been in the whiskey business for over 62 years. This is an amazing product. And now he's 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 about to retire from Brooklodic and he's gonna go over to the Ardeno distillery. Um, if you've what was that? I wanna say it was like Scotch the Golden Dram on um, Amazon or YouTube. I can't remember where I saw it, but it follows kind of like the life of Jim McEwen. Highly recommend you go watch it. It is uh, it is really a great series that that shows off the passion of this this guy who made some amazing stuff. Yeah, I think the silence is deafening here. It's awesome, <laughs> awesome whiskey. No, it's fantastic, fantastic. Yeah. All right, so Brant, uh, as we as we keep doing this, we're on day number fifteen. It, it's been uh, we're we're just kind of wrapping up. We got like what nine days left here? Yeah, nine days left. Yep, downhill downhill slide for sure. Yep, box is getting lighter. Box is getting lighter. It it's been a lot of fun. Um, we invite you to hopefully you've been joining us for this this little journey we we've, we've been doing. It's been kind of fun doing a drama day where we, where we get to taste something new, something different than we would normally find on our no, on our regular shelves. You know, this isn't. Uh, I'm gonna go buy a bottle of Jack Daniel's uh, single barrel or Jack Daniel's uh, barrel yeah. proof. This is these are one-off casks that really the best part about it is to train what you learn. I mean, train your palate. We from just doing this over the last 24 or the last 15 days. We have we have noticed little different things where we say, oh wait, this was like the Kalila Eight, and we had that light smoke, and we had that toasted barley, but this is a more uh, richly flavored one, and it's it's kind of fun to to kind of pick out those little nuances, and and really kind of train yourself, train your nose, train your palate, train your taste buds. Yeah, this is um, this has been once again another eye awakening Isla uh, for me. So, um, are you are you are you coming back to Isla? I mean, like I said, I, I'm I'm never opposed to try to trying it. Um, I was I mean, Lagavulin 16 was one of you know was right there with you know started with McAllen 12 and probably 
cut my teeth on Macallan 12, but um, when I got in that rut, Lagavulin 16 was right there to say, hey, this is something totally fucking different. And it, it kind of said, man, that was the that was the crazy thing, Scott. It was probably uh, when I when I realized my taste buds worked when it came to whiskey was when I tasted Macallan and then I tasted Lagavulin 16 and you pretty much said, okay, my shit works. I can taste the massive difference in this. So let's go explore and, and find out how do we close the gap on these two widely diverse, uh, you know, tastes. And that's kind of where it started. So Isla's always really had a place, you know, in my heart learning, learning about, uh, scotch, I mean, learning about scotch and whiskey, but scotch has definitely fallen off because bourbon has become my new, you know, my new passion. So, but something, something like this, you know, brings me back to the, you know, brings me back and makes me realize how unique, um, Isla scotches can be. Um, and if, and man, if, and if you don't, if you don't try stuff like this and you only try the Lafroigs and the Ardbegs of the world and the super peaty, peaty stuff, um, you definitely miss out on what you know, what Pete can offer, without being all about right. parts per, parts per million numbers. You know, don't you? Do, you yeah. don't have to go overly Pete to enjoy an Isla whiskey. Uh, Brooklada, Bonhaven, uh, Bamor also yeah. does lightly peated. It, it's a good way and to uh, to kind of branch out and, and see what else is out there. Brent, what I what I think I heard was. Um, Maybe season three, we're going to do an Isla month. I'm in. All right. Good. Well, look, Brant, if you came here to learn. Drink what you learn. If you came in to share. Share what you drink. If you came in here a stranger. May you exit a friend. And if you came here for adventure. Drink, drink up. up. Cheers, Cheers everybody, everyone. And happy holidays. <laughs>